has been two years since we last had you on the podcast. Robert, it's great to hear from you. A lot been going on for you, man. Happy New Year. How is everything going? Everything has been uh, pretty pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> it's going really well. I mean, yeah. here I am at the, latter, at the latter part of my life, putting out a new record that people are really responding to, and it just feel, it feels great. It does, and the album is, of course, better than the rest. It came out uh, back in late September, so it's had a couple yeah. months to marinate. But just the response and you know, just reading the Amazon reviews and seeing a lot of the album reviews from your website, it's incredible. I think the album's amazing and maybe some of your best work. Just kind Thank of talk you. about why, why the time was now to, to do this and kind of how this came to be because you've had big lapses in your career where you didn't release anything, and now here we are treated to this. Why was now the time? Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's like a feeling inside. I know it's like people go, oh, it's a feeling inside. But it really was. It's like I, I, had, I didn't feel like I wanted to do it. You know, I, I never felt like that. I didn't feel the timing was right. And then kind of like when I put out, when I put out uh, the album, the acoustic kind of the acoustic record, and it got me over to Spain, and I met Pablo, and and I said, it seems to me that there is still that people still love this music. I just had no idea, you know. I mean, I don't sit there glued to my phone. I do, I I am now, but I wasn't then, <laughs> you know. And I just felt like, wow, what would it be like if if we took everything we know about that period, not you know, not the bullshit stuff, but the really good stuff, you know? And we put that all together. What would those records sound like right now? And here I am, I'm working with this young guy who's like on fire as a guitar player because, you know, rock and roll, say what you want about it. You know, it's a guitar player and a lead singer, you know? It, that seems to be the formula, you know? And I just felt like, you know what? I want to do this, but I want to do it in a certain way. I want, I really want, I want to go for it. You know, I'm not going to worry about how long the songs are. I'm just going to write the greatest songs that we could possibly make. And that's how it came about. I mean, kind of like that. Well, it's an amazing album, Robert. We listened to it today. You, you were kind enough to send it to us. We listened to all of it. And uh, one song that stuck out to me was one called My yeah. Yesterday. Uh, we have another podcast called Save My Nostalgia. So we hear love vi revisiting our yesterdays. So kind of talk about the inspiration behind that song. My Yesterday was like a song, I really wanted it to be a, uh, a story song. Uh, we, we were writing, it was one of the later songs that we wrote, and, um, and it, and it kind of got inspired where lyrically we would just visit it then. I know, I hear I go getting airy, airy-arty again. Sorry, guys, <laughs> I wish I could be more concrete. But the lyric, you know, it was all I could do just to save my soul and shed some light, you know, in the dead of winter, she was wrapped up in my arms that night. You know, her folks hated me. I was too blind to see. It's like, it's, it's, it's the youth. You know, it was, it was a story of my youth. It was a story of a relationship that I had probably in my youth. Not probably. I mean, definitely. You know, every, everything, when you come from Bayonne, New Jersey, everything just seems a little bit harder. <laughs> and... And, and and that's how the story went. You know, I was kind of writing it of maybe a combination of relationships, you know, but, you know, my yesterday, you know, it was like, but there was so much passion in it, you know what I mean? And that's what I wanted to convey in that song with Pablo. It's like, 
you know, and, and the concept of a gang, uh, you know, my yesterday, uh-oh, like the gang thing of the period was like, I was trying to incorporate like that, that was like a big element of 80s music is that gang feel, you know? Mm-hmm. So all that was kind of running through my mind on that song. Well, just how has the music industry as a whole changed throughout the years? And specifically, how has your career morphed throughout those changes? All right. Um, so the music industry is nothing like it was when I, when I entered, when I got my first deal with Scotty Brothers. I mean, I always tell this story, and it, it sounds a little old man bitter, but, you know, I was, I was doing some mentoring over at a music school here in Los Angeles. And I would ask the kids, I'd say, you know, my big claim to fame is I got John Collodner to come in to talk to my class, which was pretty amazing, you know, because John was, you know who he is? Do you have any idea? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know who John is, right? Yep. So I'd say to them, what do you want to be in the music business? You know, what's your goal? Well, I want to have a clothing line and I want to model and I want to have a, you know, and I want, I go. What about getting better on your instrument and being a great writer and singing really good? Yeah, that too. But, you know, I really want to social, be embraced by social media. And, you know, and I get it, man. Things change. So it's gone from, you know, I, we, we, I keep think, thinking you're my age, but you're not. You're so much younger. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know uh, when, when I was coming up, it was like, I mean, it was magical, you know, music was magic, you know, Beatles, the Stones, I mean, Moody Blues, Hendrix, there's a reason people are still listening to Queen. I mean, I was driving late last night, and, you know, you know, um, and the Queen song comes on, you know, da, 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 da. I mean, that song is freaking brilliant, okay? It's so brilliant. And that's what we grew up, that's what I grew up on. That's That was my... That was my goal. You know, can I be in any way, shape, or form as good as these people? And um, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, not to sound bitter, and I'm not saying there's not some amazing songs coming out. And the other thing is that the way, the way I listen to it is I have, a, I have five boys ranging from 42 down to nine. So I hear a lot of different, I hear a lot of different songs, you know. So I'm always wow. catching up, and I'm always and I'm always hearing what's going on because they're always playing their music. You know, I got a lot of artists in this family. <laughs> awesome, yeah, and it's 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 funny because whenever you a lot of people you know like to to throw things into categories, and uh, whenever it comes to your music, a lot of times you hear the term um, album oriented rock AOR attached to it. Yeah. Um, I've always been such a fan of of your voice and like the, just have the passion. And, and the bluesy sound of your voice just goes so perfectly. And, I mean, it's hard to categorize music sometimes, but I feel like that album-oriented rock is something that we don't get enough of today. I know it's a simple, or it's sort of a diverse concept, but to, to, to be able to release this out into the world and to, and to have this being so accepted by fans of, of AOR, of that kind of music, is what, what's, what's it been like for you? I mean, what, just as, as obviously in social media... This day and age, you can you can see reviews, you can see people what they're saying. I mean, what's what's been the feelings for you just uh, these last few months? I got I I was thinking, you know, I know people say, oh, I was just thinking that, but I do think of that. It's the immediate gratification of being in touch with your fans 
is something that's really special because I had no idea that people cared about my, cared about my music that much because, you know, before social media, you, you really, you know, what's your connection, you know? I mean, I was doing a lot of other things, you know? So I got to tell you, I really, really enjoy the contact with, with my fans. I, I, I appreciate it wholeheartedly. And, and it's nice to know that when you open your mouth and something comes out that people are, people are digging it and people are enjoying it. And they've made that really clear to me on this record. I got to tell you that, that community, the AOR community. And I mean, look, the greedy part of me wants this to be, to go, to go out to everyone in the world. You know, I would love the whole world to listen to this record and I'm trying to get that, you know, but it's just, it's a, it's been amazing. It's truly been amazing. I know Clint mentioned it there, the AOR fans, and you're talking about it in the in that aspect, in that vein. But uh, to me, listening to the whole thing, there's something for everyone in here. There's multiple things, uh, pieces in in this album for anyone out there. And one, I just kind of last specific song question out there I wanted to talk to you about is the song "You Know Just How You Feel." I mean, I love the feel of that song. I mean, how it slows down and it's almost ominous feel there in the middle. And then picks back up at the end. If you could just talk about what went into that song. Well, for me, that song was like, I was picturing when we wrote that song, I said, I could see performing this with an orchestra, you know, yeah. as, a, as, a, as a piece, you know. And uh, it has elements in it of, of just a good MOR, a good, a good um, God, how could I say this? Just, a good pop song? I mean, is there some pop in there? I think there is. Yeah. Is there some moody blues in there? I think there is. Mm-hmm. Is there some, is there some, uh, you know, um, oh, how do I say this? Like, it's cinematic, that song, to me. Yes. Where it starts, it's, you know, I mean, we all want to know, we all want to be secure lyrically, you know, just lyrically speaking. When you know when you know something is true for yourself, is there a better feeling or is there a more real feeling? Not better. I won't even say good or bad. But there's something really powerful about knowing you know, when you know how you feel about something, you know? And 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 you know, all my life, you know, all my life, you know, I mean there's it that song is the struggle, you know, and um and I think the singer is kind of you know, is the character who's sitting there saying, you know, um, you know, this is who I am. This is who I am. And, and this is what I've been through, you know, and I, yeah. I hope that comes across in that song. In, oh, you knocked it out of the park. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Because for Pablo and I, we really wanted, I think one of the qualities of, of 80s music and why it continues to grow, to grow and I'll just say it really quickly because, you know, I am old and I do tend to sort of ramble on, as my children say. I never learn to whisper or talk, <laughs> or talk, or talk in short sentences, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, the 80s come in, MTV comes around. Now music is permanently glued to visual, right? Directors are taking ideas like, you know, are, are are practically making music videos in their in their movies, and those songs, the songs that came out at that time, and I benefited from that, is that people identified music, certain songs with certain movies. How wonderful! 
So that song and and really the whole record, we tried to be as cinematic as we possibly could because I really feel that's one of the strongest elements of AOR rock. The fact that it it it's got you know big guitars, big keyboards, you know big sounding vocals, harmonies, and you know so. That's what we were trying to do on that, I would say. Well, it's a tremendous effort, and we just congratulate you for that. And everybody can go to roberttepperworld.com to get all the information um, and, and to purchase yeah. the album. also available right there on Amazon. Um, Robert, i got to ask you about live performances because I know here and again you pop up and you uh, you play live you do shows at my favorite venue, the Whiskey A Go-Go in Hollywood. I, I've been there many times, and somehow okay. I've still never caught you. So what, what, what do you got coming up? This album's got to get out there you know, in a live setting, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does, and um, I am working with an agency over in in uh, out of Sweden, and um, they are going to be booking me. Uh, Adrian Hawes Music Management is 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 putting together shows for me for late September, early October. So far, this is what they've told me that we have Spain and we have Sweden, and we're moving towards England. And that these shows are set up already, but I'm I'm not announcing it because, uh, you know, I'm from I'm from New Jersey. You have to show me, you know, <laughs> show me that it's really true, and then I believe it, you know. Sure. But right now, that's what we're talking about: late September, early October, and it's probably going to be in Europe first. But I'm really anxious to get over to South America, to Brazil. I have so many fans. I know Greece is dying for a show. I, you know, uh, the shows in the shows in Spain should be great, and we're hoping that all that comes together for for and what they're calling late summer, but I'm calling early autumn. <laughs> looking forward to <laughs> looking looking so much forward to that, uh, Robert. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I'm gonna, it's it's going to happen one of these times. It's just going to work out, and we're going to be able to to catch you live. But I'll tell you, um, you know, you talked earlier about the importance in the '80s of. Of, of music and movies and, and nobody knows that more than you um and of course you look at the the cultural impact of a song like no easy way out and how rocky four was this global phenomenon and it's a part of the american lex lexicon being in shows like south park to this day breaking bad do, is that something that when you know when you see that take place i mean i was just on an 80s cruise and there was a segment in the in a show that was an it was a it was not an eighties cruise. There was an eighties show on a cruise, and they had a segment no easy way out. Did, oh, that's so did you funny. even begin that's to describe so that cultural impact that you've had with that song? It it it, it takes on a life of its own. That song. Um, I just did the Heat Festival. Part of my record deal with with AOR Heaven, you know, and George over there, who's been incredible, you know. Um, as just really as a side, you know, I mean, he took, he took the chance on me. I mean, we were self-releasing this record, but, you know, George was like, I want to do this. No questions asked. We made the record we wanted to make. He was not like, hey, play me this, play me that. So we go over. He said, part of, part of your deal, I want to do this with you, but part of your deal is you were going to debut your record better than the rest at the Heat Festival in Germany in Ludwigsburg, right? So you always get to that part of the show where, you know, the show's going great. We're having a fantastic time. And then we start playing No Easy Way Out. And it's like, it's not even yours anymore. It, it belongs to the world. You know what I mean? You look out there and people are going freaking nuts. 
Okay? Yeah. You're going absolutely crazy. And you're going, what is it about this song? And, you know, I'm driving home the other day and I'm putting on Eleanor Rigby and I'm going, what is it about this song that just absolutely drives me crazy, you know? <laughs> and yeah, it, it's, it's the magic. It's the magic of what we listen to, man. It's just there's certain things. And that song has reached deep into the hearts of a lot of people. And I'm so proud of it because, and I love, I never get tired of singing it. I never don't want to say I look forward to the time in the set when it comes because I know people are just sitting there waiting for that, you know. And and as a funny story, I did I did this show in England a couple of years ago, and the keyboard player was like the beginning keyboard part because it's a song <laughs> with, with with three intros, right? It's got do 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 do. It's got the beat in the front, then it's got the bass, and the keys come in. You know, it's got a bunch of intros. Yeah. And the keyboard player, the keyboard goes down, and the keys go out, and everybody's, it's like, <laughs> it was like 9-11. It's like, oh. I said, take it easy, we're all going to be, all right. And we played it, and then people went crazy, and they loved it. But I'm, it's, it's, I'm sure you could ask any artist that has had a, a song that big, you know, um, I mean, I haven't had that many of them that big, but, you know, I mean, in everybody's catalog, you know, there, there are songs that just people just, it because it's really important to them. And I'm honored. I'm absolutely honored, you know. Well, you had another song, Angel of the City, and another Stallone film, Cobra. Yeah. And yeah. maybe I'm th- just spitballing this year. We know you got to get out there and tour better than the rest first, but... Maybe we can get a Stallone movie music tour with you, Frank Stallone. Maybe even Sly can do some songs with Dolly Parton uh, from his film Rhinestone. <laughs> you know, my philosophy is that every every movie star really wants to be a rock and roll star. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, doing, I'm doing No Easy Way Out, and guess who's at the studio? Like, like hanging for, for like two, two and a half, three hours. Like, movie stars don't do that shit. You understand? They're in, they're yeah. out, you know? I don't care if you're working with them. Maybe if you're across from them on, on film. And he's like, I mean, he's, they love, they love that, man. They just love it. And um, I don't know, it's been thrown up to me a couple of times to do that kind of tour of a Rocky thing. And I mean, it would be cool. I mean, look, the, the exciting part about this new record is that it's a little bit out of the old man style. I mean, I look around at these tours that are going on in the States particularly, and mm-hmm. these guys, I'm sorry, man, these guys look like they co- they go right from the stage to the mortuary, okay? <laughs> I, hope I, I hope I don't come off like that, you know? Here I am with a new record that I'm as proud of as if I released it 20 years ago, you know? And um, so I'm, 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 try- I'm trying to stay current. It, you know, they say an old man wants one thing to be relevant. I want to be relevant, that's all. Well, definitely the case, Robert, and you know it's just uh, it's it's been such a great ride, and and for you giving your time to us, and we were able to first bring you on a couple years ago, and and now to see uh, where you've come and and how this album has has really taken a hold and and, and put you and you know on, on the map in a lot of different ways. We're just so excited for you, man, and, and, and on a personal Thank level, you, I've, I've always, I guess I've always, since you're from Bayonne, New Jersey, I've always right. this is this is a tough one. I've always wanted to know because. You know, we're from the Midwest. We're not from the East Coast. But right, right. who is the bigger celebrity? Who is Bayonne's favorite son? Is it you or Chuck Wepner, the real Rocky? <laughs> well, 
I'm going to give Chuck. I'm going to give Chuck props because I mean, how many people know Chuck Wexner? I used to play. I was, you know, I used to play a lot of basketball. You know, I love basketball. I grew up in the East Coast. So where do you play? You play at the Police Athletic League. That's where the leagues are, right? Mm-hmm. So I would be down the PAL, and I remember looking in at the gym at the boxing thing, and there's Chuck, man, working out. You know, doing his thing. Wow. So I'm going to give all props to Chuck Webster, you know, and um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Mark Stein of the Vanilla Fudge is also from Bayonne. Oh, yeah. Forgot about, good, you know? yeah Vanilla and Fudge possibly, is awesome. And I'm not sure if it's Jersey City, but I think Frank Langella is also. So I'm definitely top five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give you the nod, Robert. I tell you this... Uh, I want to give everybody the information again on on how to get the new album. Robert, you can go to Robert Tepper, TepperWorld.com and you can get the album. You can uh, catch up whenever the, he finally does officially announce the tour. You know, once the ink finally dries on all that, it will be on right. on there. And you can, of course, uh, Amazon, Spotify, all the the digital outlets are uh, has the album on it. Um, it is yes. absolutely fantastic. And just looking at the Amazon reviews right now. All five stars. Uh, the album's called Better Than the Rest. And in this case, Robert, it is, it is better than the rest. It is, I believe, um, the, the, the best work, total, total work of your career as far as, uh, you know, as, it, as um, well, LP goes. Thank you so much, man. It, it means so much to me that this record is out there. And that, you know, um, I know it. like, maybe you and I are throwing CDs away because we're just so used to going to use CD stores and get anything we want. <laughs> but the rest of the world really values, especially as AOR world values the, yeah. AOR, the the CD, you know. And in Brazil, it's so funny. I sent I sent some to some DJs down there. They said it costs us like seventy, eighty bucks to get a CD. So I just want people to know you can buy the CD, you know, the hard copy on on Amazon or AOR Heaven out of Germany. And there might be, you know, there might be other places you can get it. I'm going to have it on my website soon. But again, I'm really close. You know, to having that together, I'm 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 for seconds away, but I'll announce when when all that happens. Sure, you know. cannot wait for it, Robert. I can't thank you enough once again for for coming on and doing this with us. And we'll uh, we can't wait two years. Next time we'll have to do it sooner. Next time we're out in LA, we we got to look you up, man, and and, and come hello. say hello. You're just you're one of the good guys, hello. man. You're one of the good guys. Great singer. We just love all your work. So thanks so much, and we'll definitely catch up soon, my man. Thank you so much, guys. You're awesome. Thank you so much. I really you bet. appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Always an honor, Robert. Thanks.